Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the Dictionary Podcast. It's my podcast, and I say all the stuff in this book. That is what this podcast is. I say the words. I I say jokes and comments. Uh, this is this is the book viewed through Spencer's eyes and his brain. All right, the first word at the top of page two hundred and twenty-one is chromodynamics. Chromo. Dynamics, one word, noun from 1976. There's a burp coming because I just had some water. Should I just make it come, make it happen, or should we wait? Let's keep on reading. The synonym is quantum chromodynamics. We have to wait to find out what chromodynamics are until we get to Q. Q is probably going to be one of the shortest in this whole book. Next is chromogen with a G-E-N at the end, noun from 1858. One, a precursor of a biochemical pigment. Two, a pigment-producing microorganism. Next is chromogenic, adjective from 1859. One, of or relating to a chromogen. Two, being a process of photographic film development in which silver halides activate precursors of chemical dyes that form the final image while the silver is removed. Also, being a film developed by this process. This, I think, is related to, you know, the old school way of uh, doing photography. You know, you go into a dark room. This is what they did for decades and decades and decades. You go into a dark room, you have actual film, you put it on the thing, and you put it in the chemical baths, the various kinds. I never did it, uh, but I think it would be a, would have been a really good thing to learn. It's a process. So I think that that's it's chromogenic. That's what that is. Moving on to chromolithograph, noun from 1850. A picture printed in colors from a series of lithographic stones or plates. I don't really understand the process of lithograph. Uh, chromolithograph is also a transitive verb. Chromolithographic is an adjective. Chromolithographer is a noun. And chromolitho- chromolithography is also a noun. That had a bunch of extra versions of it. Next is chromomere. Chromo, M-E-R-E. Noun from 1896 one of these small bead-shaped and heavily staining masses of coiled chromatin that are linearly arranged along the chromosome. Chromomeric is an adjective. We will be getting to chromosome shortly. Next is chromonema. Chromonema. Sounds like your grandma's name. Chromonema. But you just call her Nima. Noun from circa 1925. The coiled, uh, oh, what? I thought I saw parentheses, but I did not. Um, the coiled filamentous core of a chromatid. Chromonematic is an adjective. Um, let's see, this is from chrome plus the Greek nemat or nema, which means thread. And there's more at the prefix nemat. Next is chromophil. Adjective from 1899, staining readily with dyes. You know, all these chroma words, we go back and forth between color and chromium and other things, and it's very hard to keep track of all of them. 
Next, we have chromophobe. Are you, what are you, afraid of colors? Adjective from circa 1909. Resisting staining with dyes. Well, in a sense, yes, afraid of colors. This fabric is chromophobic. It will not take colors. It resists the staining of dyes. Uh, so it's it's a chromophobe. Maybe there are people who are chromophobic. I don't know. Next is chromophore, noun from 1879, a chemical group that absorbs light at a specific frequency and so imparts color to a molecule, also a colored chemical compound. And the uh, the example of this chemical group is an azo group or azo group, A-Z-O group. I don't know what that is. Chromophoric is an adjective. Next is chromoplast. Uh, yeah, noun from 1885. A colored plastid, usually containing red or yellow pigment. And the example of that pigment is carotene. Is that the pigment in uh, carrots? Carotene. See, now there's... I don't know. Now, that was not a joke uh, because it's carotene, which only has one R. Um, I actually thought that carotene wasn't was in carrots, but now I'm not so sure. Uh, okay, my brain is playing jokes on me. Next is chroma protein, chrome chroma protein, but it's spelled chromo protein. Noun from 1924. Any of various proteins having a pigment as a prosthetic group, and the example, uh, some examples of these proteins are hemoglobins, carotenoids and flavoproteins, or flavoproteins. Next is chromosome. We all have these chromosomes, noun from 1889. Any of the rod-shaped or thread-like DNA-containing structures of cellular organisms that are located in the nucleus of eukaryotes are usually ring-shaped in prokaryotes, as bacteria, and contain all or most of the genes of the organism. Also, the genetic material of a virus. Compare to the word chromatin, uh, which we read at the end of two episodes ago. From, what day was that? June 28th. Uh, Let's see, chromosomal is an adjective. Chromosomally is an adverb. And uh, yeah, these these are important things in our bodies. I, I only know the basics of them. They store all of your genetic stuff. All the stuff that makes up you are in is in chromosomes, I think. Next, we have chromosome number, noun from 1910. The usually constant number of chromosomes characteristic of a particular kind of animal or plant. So, a, that, a, that particular kind of animal, that uh, dog has this many chromosomes. But then that animal, that cat, probably has that kind of, uh, that number of chromosomes. What, do we have 26? Am I remembering that correctly? I feel like I feel like humans have 26 chromosomes. I could be wrong, but I think I might be right. Next, we have chromosphere, noun from 1868. I don't know what this is. It could be a sphere of color, a sphere of of chromosomes, a sphere of chromium, a f- sphere of something else. Let's find out. Noun from 1868. I think I said that. The region of the atmosphere of a star, as the sun, between the star's protosphere and its corona. I would not have guessed that. 
Ne- uh, oh, chromospheric is an adjective. So it's the the atmosphere around a star. Um, but why it has the chromo prefix, I'm not sure. Is that where lots of chromium is? Where are the scientists to tell me this stuff? Next is chromus. C-H-R-O-M-O-U-S. This is the last word to have this prefix. Adjective from 1830 of relating to or derived from chromium, especially with a valence of two. All right. Uh, We've got a couple abbreviations. First one is cron, C-H-R-O-N. That is abbreviation for one, chronicle, or two, chronological or chronology. Those are both. Uh, those are both number two. We have Quran again. This has a capital C, abbreviation for Chronicles, which has a capital C, which I'm guessing might be in the Bible because it's got a capital. What what else would have a capital letter there? Chronicles. Not sure. We have Quran again. It is a prefix, so it's Quran or Chrono. Uh, it just means time. Chron or Chrono means time. Uh, as in the example, chronogram, 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 something like that. Uh, yeah, chronolo- uh, chrono- chronology, chronological, those are all about time. I like time. And then our last word is chronoxy. Chronoxy? Chronoxy? You could spell it C-H-R-O-N-A-X-I-E. I'll say chronoxy. Um, you could also replace the I-E with a Y. Noun from 1922, the minimum time required for excitation of a structure by a constant electric current of twice the threshold voltage. The example of this structure is a neuron. This is from French, chronaxie, from chron plus the Greek axia, which means value, which is from axios, which means worthy, and there's more at the word axiom. All right, we had today chromodynamics, chromogen, chromogenic, chromolithograph, uh, chromomere, chromonema, chromophil, chromophobe, chromophore, chromoplast, chromoprotein, chromosome, chromosome number, chromosphere, chromos, cron, 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 chronaxi. I will pick chromosome as the word of the episode. We all got them. We all love them. We all need them. Uh, I guess sometimes people people's chromosomes get messed up, and that causes some problems. Chromosome, chromosome. Don't mess up your chromosomes. All of these songs are the same. Today, June 30th, it's the last day of June. It is International Day of Parliamentarism. It is? Let's check this page. In Guatemala, it is Armed Forces Day. Internationally, it is Asteroid Day. So, find some asteroids. In the Central African Republic, it is General Prayer Day. It is Independence Day in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Uh, They are independent from Belgium in 1960. In Israel, it is Navy Day. In the Philippines, it is Philippine-Spanish Friendship Day. Yay, the Philippines and the Spanish are friends. In the Sudan, it is 
Revolution Day in the Dominican Republic. It is Teacher's Day. And then any other fun holidays? Uh, asteroid. Let's, let's click on the link for Asteroid Day. What does it say? Um, founded in 2014. It was founded after the 2014 release of the film 51 Degrees North, which explores what would happen if an asteroid were to strike London. The film's creative team wanted to raise more awareness about the threat of asteroids to Earth and how we can help protect ourselves. So, yeah, uh, scientists do say that um, we could get hit by an asteroid someday and it would wipe us out just like the dinosaurs got wiped out. So this is a very possible threat and we should just live our days like they could be our last. Uh, Yeah, Uh, so... But, you know, they study the skies, you know, they, they do what they can. The scientists do everything they can to, uh, to to be aware that this is coming. There's lots of sirens going on right now, so maybe it is happening right now. Oh, my God, what is going on? Um, you know, they, they do their best, and then they're working on methods to, you know, if something were to come, can we divert it away? How would we do that? There are possible ways. We will never know. Hopefully, we'll never know. Uh, and it just won't happen. It's also social media day, so I guess go be on social media because you haven't been already. That is the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.